foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. As we look at our own belief system today, Janie, we can really find out what we truly believe by how we live because our lifestyle and behavior is a reflection of our own inward belief. Well, Sharon, that principle really is kind of expressed in what the Lord has said is that we have to really know a death in our outward being to be able to truly have an inward purity of Jesus Christ. Sharon, that's really another way of saying we have to die to self before we can walk in newness of life. That's another way of saying that the cross and the death of the cross has to come before the resurrection. That's another way of saying you've got to put it off before you can put it on. So really, when we recognize and properly define where we are corrupted in our belief system, then we can replace that corruption with God's truth. Yes, and, and, and stop and think, Sharon, even in the coldest of weather, we just can't keep putting on more clothes and more clothes and more clothes. Right. Eventually, you just have to take something off and maybe put on a better garment that will keep you warmer with less bulk. Oh, okay. All right. right. So it's sort of what Ephesians 4, 21, 22 talks about. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. That is a beautiful process, Sharon. Just look at verse 21. You've got to have heard and listen and be taught before you have any idea about what you need to put off. Right. So, again, understanding your belief system as you have been taught will allow you then to say, oh, this is not acceptable. I've been living with this bad disposition for decades and didn't realize that it just wasn't a part of me. Right. No, that's something you can put off. But you've got to put that old nasty disposition off before you can even be renewed in the spirit of your mind. If you keep that nasty disposition That's probably going to be your guiding star, and you're going to have a greater mind battle. So now we're going to be renewed in our mind, and now we understand that there is a new man, the character of Christ, the way the Lord wants us to operate in his power, and we can then apply that and put that on, and that becomes a part of our belief system. And then that also becomes a part of our control pattern because we are choosing now 
to have operated in the right control that God has provided by this process. So when we don't put off the things of the old man and we try to put on the things of the new man, then we end up just being double-minded. Double-minded and remember that filter You've yeah. got to, if you've got a dirty filter, you're not going to get the heat. You're not going to get the energy. You're not going to get the fire right. that you need to so run the have, race. So we have a mixed worldview. We have a mixed belief system, and that causes us to be double-minded. And if you remember in James, he says that the double-minded man is unstable in all their ways, mm. even if he's wanting to have the right motive, even if he's wanting to have the right, right intent, if you haven't taken the process that God has made available, then you're going to be unstable. You're going to nullify your testimony. People are going to be confused on knowing whether to endure you or love you <laughs> or put up with you. <laughs> or tiptoe around or, you. Or tiptoe around uh-huh, right. you. Right. Yeah. So there's a beautiful illustration here on why our belief systems are so important and then seeing how the belief system is to function, to grow. So we really have to learn what those truths are. And put off the lies that we have taken on that were developed from our childhood before being born again. And we didn't know that they were lies, Sharon. Yeah. See, we thought they were just Mm -hmm. part of living. And so you do have to identify a lie as a lie. And the Lord has given us plenty of other illustrations in his personal letters to us on how to be able to identify a lie. So if we go to Colossians 3, 8, it says, But now you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blaspheme, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. And that is a beautiful picture of renewing our mind. Do you recognize what we're saying? We're saying put off, put on, put on, put off. It looks to me like, Sharon, it's a two-step process. For everything I put on, I'm probably going to need to put off. It's a dual action. It's kind of like my husband has recently told me, if you bring something new into the house, you will be getting rid of something. (laughs) (laughs) You will be getting rid of something that's already here. We don't add without subtracting. And I think that's a very simple principle Mm -hmm. to remember as we put on, then whether it's flesh, lies, defense mechanisms, anything that is other than the truth, the Lord will show us what the corresponding value is that we need to be putting off. Right. And so truth is the heart. We need to know the truth. Renewing our mind in the truth of who God is, is the first step in putting on. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh except by knowing the way, the truth, and the life. So to put on and to put off is simply to know the character 
of Jesus Christ and let that become real. So to put on and put off is going to be really a study in getting to know Jesus, his character, his attributes. We should never make it more difficult than what the Lord is. And he usually wants to keep things simple. And we have a tendency to complicate them. Right. Okay. So let's discuss some ways that we can put on Christ's character in a practical application. There's a practical ways, and that is I have to begin my day with where do I focus? Do I focus on who's on my phone? Do I focus on getting up and checking the weather? Or do I focus on what I want to become like the Lord Jesus Christ? So practically, I should start every day with some alone time with him. Okay. And then I should ask him what he wants me to know of him for that particular day. Because you see, he knows what the events are going to happen during the day. And he knows what of his character, his love, his provisions that he wants me to be able to put on and live it by obedience and by choosing. In other words, Sharon, something happens and there's a misunderstanding. I can get angry. Oh, wait a minute. That didn't qualify for his anger. So then I just say, okay, I no longer choose to be angry. Remember, the heart has the ability to choose. Mm -hmm. It has the ability to have a willful decision. Mm -hmm. It has emotions. Right. All right. So then I look at what the Lord's heart is looking like, according to what he said. And then I make a willful decision. I'm not going to have that wrong kind of anger. That is an example of putting off and putting on. I put off my anger because it wasn't according to his anger. And then I ask him, what do you want? And he says, I want you to go look at how I have forgiven. That will take care of your wrong kind of anger. And I think that we confuse knowledge of God with belief in God. So we have a knowledge of who he is. You know, it's kind of a a distant person out there and not a belief in who he is in me. Oh, I like what you just said. He's kind of a distant person out there. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, I've never wanted to be a distant person to you. Mm -hmm. I want to have an intimate relationship with you. I want you to know my love in your heart and your will and your emotions so that if somebody was to see two of us standing together, they couldn't see any difference between you, my sheep, and me, the shepherd. Mm -hmm. It all looks the same. And then not only are we increasing in our own strength, but Sharon, what a witness that that is. It would stand up in any courtroom where we would be called into accountability to represent him properly by the truth that we've put on and are putting on every day. Right. Does that make practical sense? Yes. Putting on every day, I think, is really good wording because I believe that this is something that we work at every day as believers to be able to put off the things that are around us. And so when we find ourselves in situations where we're self-reliant, that we can say, okay, I am recognizing my attitude of self-reliance or control or jealousy or contention or strife or whatever the case may be. And so what does the Lord Jesus say and respond to Christ's call for my changing and renewing into his character? 
And that's why mentoring matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.